0: For episode three, we finally posted the first and second episode, and it's kind of been a while since we've recorded. We've been a little busy.
1: We've been a little busy. We've had some fun life stuff going on, and so we've been taking it easy, like taking our sweet time, Mm -hmm. but excited to be back on the podcast, excited to be talking about some uh, paranormal stuff again.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been busy. Life events. We recently got engaged, so we have a wedding to plan for next year. So mm-hmm. that's kind of taken a little precedent over the podcast, but we're back and we're ready. And i am be curious to see how you feel about this one It's been a bit since we've podcasted so I kind of have to remember how to do this
1: It's been a little bit since we've recorded <laughs> It's been an episode since I've been on and I have no idea what the topic of the day is
0: No she I likes kind to of hide it from me. I kept you in the dark for this one because I wanted your genuine reaction and I know the theme but I haven't read these through either so this is my most genuine reaction to Really yes I know the general topic of what's going on but i don't know what happens in each of them so this is my genuine reaction too so this is gonna be a surprise for both of us
1: am i gonna hate the topic
0: i think you'll be okay
1: am i gonna start to get like shivvies and get nervous like when we watched uh smile
0: (laughs) I, i think it'll be unsettling but i think you'll do okay i think i think you'll be okay you were really bad in Smile, though. You were so scared. Movie, yeah. It was such a good movie, though. I loved it. I thought it was such a well-portrayed movie.
1: It was a very, very good movie. It was done very well. It, it, I did not handle it very well.
0: No, you did not. You were, you were sunk in your seat so bad, like, grabbing onto your collar. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, so for those of you who are watching, I had my hood up and was just sitting there like this the whole movie. sorry if that was muffled but yeah it was a it was a good movie it was a very very good movie i recommend everybody go watch it
0: would would you go do it again no (laughs) too much
1: It, it was a little much for me i get i mean as you saw in the first one i uh i get a little nervous every time that uh paranormal stuff starts coming through
0: are you glad that halloween's done and some of the spooky stuff is gone
1: we are one day out of Halloween. Spooky stuff will be over. Only thing I really love about Halloween is the snacks and the uh, pumpkin carving. We did a lot of that this year.
0: I love pumpkin carving. I love carving pumpkins. I don't like getting little stringies out. Like the really like nitty gritty ones that are hard to pull out. Like pulling out the guts of the pumpkin itself is fine. But when you have to, like scrape the pumpkin for 20 minutes, getting like that one string, then I get mad.
1: And it gets a little irritating, but that's like why you have a fiance to do stuff. For you, so.
0: Or when I accidentally cut the head off of my bat and have a decapitated bat.
1: <laughs> We're just going to ignore the decapitated <laughs> bat part. I
0: fixed it though and it turned out okay.
1: Just took a little nail power to get in there.
0: It was fine.
1: Well, what's our topic for the day? What are we getting into here?
0: So the topic for today is creepy shit at work.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: so you know those creepy jobs where they're like oh you have to have seen some stuff like you know hospitals nursing homes or morticians this say, is what uh, we're diving into. or something like that kind of anything to do with like where people might see like paranormal that's kind of what we're going into today and I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to because there's a lot of people in like the healthcare system or just deal with death in general so I think this is going to be very relatable to a lot of people
1: I hope it's not relatable to too many people, but we'll uh, we'll see how this goes now. I'm nervous.
0: I don't think it'll relate to you too much, but I think a lot of people will be like, oh my God, I've had something similar to this. All right. All right, let's do it. So the first one is titled Nursing Home Haunts. This happened pretty recently, and I just felt the need to share it on Reddit. I work in a nursing home that is also attached to a hospital. Lately, there had been a lot of death in the nursing home, and it's so weird, like it comes in waves. They say death usually comes in threes, which I've found to be true. Sometimes it comes in clusters of threes, like we will have a group of three die within one to two weeks, and a few weeks later another set of threes then go a while without someone dying. If you've read any of my posts before, you'll know that I have a lot of stories about patients and residents seeing children. As of the past month or two, I have a lot of new stories, and I'm not sure why things have been so active all of a sudden. When I was still working night shift, we were doing 2am rounds and my fellow coworker froze in their tracks in the hallway and turned completely white. And then she suddenly looked sick. I asked her what was wrong and she said that she saw a full-body apparition of a little boy who looked at her and then he walked into the wall between two residents' rooms. Within a week, both the residents died. Another thing that happened was this lady rang her call light. No big deal, we go answer it. It's about three o'clock in the morning. The resident asked us to why there were children buried in the backyard. Down the hall, they were adjacent to her. Another resident was banging their head on the wall at the same time talking about the children. She died shortly after. This one really creeped me out big time, but we had a resident ring. And yet again, we go to answer it and she tells us we need to see the lady across the hall because she's dead. We didn't believe her and thought she was crazy, but we went to check on the resident, and sure as shit, she was dead. Another story, the nurse's station at the nursing home was very high counters, so when someone walks by while you are sitting, you can only see the top of their head. We were sitting there in the middle of the night, and we see the top of what we assumed to be a woman's head. She had short, curly, black hair, and she was walking very fast with a purpose down the hall. Come to find out around the same time on a different unit, another resident who fit that description passed away.
1: So this is giving me like throwback creepy vibes to children are creepy, our first topic, as well as just ghosts.
0: Yeah. Similar trends, but I think nursing homes and hospitals are such a big atmosphere for hauntings in general.
1: There's gotta be so much like creepy energy and stuff.
0: Well there's so much death there how do you not and you have so many people that are just open to that like you've got to have so many things happen especially on the night shift but I think it's really weird that I mean not weird I guess but it's like that two a.m. three a.m. time frame. It's not like oh, oh eleven p.m. or like four a.m. Like that two or three a.m. time is when I see the most things happen. The witching hour. It yeah three a.m. is the witching hour. Whenever it turns like three thirty three, I like hold my breath if I'm seeing the clock at night. I'm like mm, I don't know. It just it's unsettling.
1: Nothing good happens after midnight.
0: That is true, and I think especially at work, so like people doing like those awake nights like working and they're experiencing death all the time like there's just no way but I'm curious why they were seeing children like you're in a nursing home hospital well at the hospital makes sense
1: at a hospital maybe if you've got like stillborns or something like that but in nursing home might be a little different Mm -hmm. I mean like there's there's always gonna be like unfinished business so maybe like I don't know
0: I'm curious how they found out that that woman passed away on the floor above them and how they figured out the description of it.
1: I mean, if it's a nursing home, you kind of just know your residence.
0: I suppose. You know?
1: A but like, what if you're hey, in the
0: hospital part of it?
1: Nancy's in whatever. Well, I mean, you're still dealing with all the same patients, the same records.
0: I suppose. I may be thinking about it a little too hard.
1: Potentially. I, I'm not necessarily... Su- Surprised to hear that the one gal, um you know, like the room across, like, oh, you need to go check on her because I think she might be dead. Mm-hmm. Totally could have been like a bathroom break or like a midnight walk where she was going and like checked her head in to go see how her neighbor's doing. And whoopsies, yeah. they're just still like that could have been something. And maybe it's just reading a little bit too far into it. But like, hey, full body apparition of children walking into two individuals' rooms that died, what was it, within a week? Mm -hmm. that's a little terrifying and you can only associate so many things to like lack of sleep Mm -hmm. you know that that's disconcerting at the very least
0: yeah i don't know i don't think i could ever work a night at a hospital because like i think just so many things happen like spending the night at a hospital like it's just quiet and eerie sometimes (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sorry for my Um, uh, I don't like hospitals. Their hospitals and cemeteries give me the heebie-jeebies, and this is definitely one of the reasons why, is because there's so much death and because I feel like there's things that are going on.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I can mentally be around that much death, I f- And- I recently saw a TikTok. It was a guy who was driving cab, and he's a medium. And a girl got in, and he was starting to like sweat and panic. And he looks back at her. He's like, "I'm sorry, but I'm a medium, and there's like 200 spirits in the car with me right now." She's like, no. "Oh, that makes sense. I'm a mortician." And he's no. yeah, and he's like, "I'm sorry, but I really need you to leave because I can't handle this." He just like
1: canceled her Uber. Go home. Yeah,
0: he actually asked her to get out. And she was like, no, it's fine. Like, it's chill. And she was so calm about it. I'd be so, like, weirded out. Like, I I get why you would need them out of the car, but also I'd be like, what just happened?
1: Yeah, if I have 200 dead people just following me, that's a little concerning. Like, yeah, you deal with them, but are they mad that you, like, cut them up and pumped them full of, like, chemicals? That way their family can come and see them?
0: I don't know. Or are they just,
1: you know, like...
0: Yeah, why the mortician out of all people? Like, I was thinking maybe, oh, it's the last person that they see before, like, they're buried, but that's not even true.
1: No, because you're going to, I mean, it depends on if it's an open casket or not. I'm sure if they, like, prep them and just shove them in the thing and close lid yeah. casket, yeah, then you're the last person. But if you're yeah. an open casket, like, you got people cycling yeah. through. The only funeral I've ever been to, mm-hmm. which is really unique, um, was open casket Mm -hmm. so like i saw a person that i've never met before but
0: i wonder if maybe she was a little bit more spiritually open so they just attach to her because people that are more spiritually open spirits just attach easily to them or easier i guess interesting yeah i don't know shall we
1: next story next story let's do it
0: so this one I did get permission to share just because of the community that it was posted in, but it's titled Life of a Care Worker Who Can See the Dead.
1: Mm. Hmm. Mm.
0: This is going to be really interesting. I've talked to the person and they were super awesome. And I'll be I'll be curious to read more about their experiences and see if they have anything else to share. Updates? I hope so. I hope so. I'll have to talk with them a little bit more. Well, let's get into this. It's more of a complication of my experiences working in the field of elderly care. I have worked in this industry for 26 years thus far. I have seen and felt some very odd things that I can assure you are real. I worked in this place for 11 years. It was in fact built on what was an old hospital. The surrounding area had and still has the old brick wall from that time. Staff would walk down the corridors and see people going in rooms, but no one was there. The place was having a revamp, and the dining room was getting a new look. I saw a man in a green army uniform with a peak cap with a red band round. It salute me, and then I say, I have a, my, li- what, what?
1: It sounded like you were having a stroke there for a second. Yeah, I know. A reset.
0: I, yeah, I need to reset a little bit. I saw a man in a green army uniform with a peak cap with a red band around it saluted me and I said and say I have my leg back once when I walked into that area so the the guy in the army uniform said I have my leg back so we're gonna continue past that now I have to tell you I am a practicing pagan witch and have somewhat psychic and mediumistic gifts I used to be part of a paranormal group before all this most haunted stuff started, and go out on little investigation with the maintenance team of the carry home in question. One of which was a history buff and skeptic. He used to love looking up the history and seeing if I got it right. We shall call him Barry. I told Barry about this, and he had already been looking into the history of the hospital that was on site. Turns out, during World War II, the hospital was used for officers in the army, as across the road from it, it is the remains of a railway line which runs to another hospital close by, which is still in use today as a main hospital for the city. That main hospital was for the soldiers, but the officers were cared for separately. Renovations always stir things up. Another occasion there, I was in the kitchen and saw a woman walk past, holding her arms close to her, and she looked very much like one of the patients. So I ran out looking for her, yet she was on the unit safe and sound. There was a cook who apparently had a deformed hand, who did in fact look very like that patient, and I thought it was who worked at the home and had died a year before. The staff really did think it I was odd and some found it scary to work alongside of me as they too had experiences with me, such as knockings on walls and things out of the corner of their eyes. My gifts did come into good use a few times though. Laundry guy, we call him Sam. He had lost the keys to the laundry and was freaked out. We drew a rough plan of the places he had been and used my necklace as a pendulum. I told him to look at the sink and the laundry and they were under there. Indeed they were.
1: She just scried where his stuff was?
0: Yeah, she used a pendulum. To kind of track it down. I've seen people do that before actually. It's very interesting. I don't know how much I'm into that, but I've seen it a little bit. Where? <laughs> Work. <No. laughs> yeah. It was a it was, I think, like a positivity energy training, if I remember correctly.
1: That's concerning. Okay.
0: Let's keep going. I get these urges to tell people things. It's very weird. There was a cook in the kitchen serving breakfast, and I kept getting the words beetroot in my head. So I said to her, Okay, I have an idea why every time I walk past you, I'm hearing the word beetroot, and it gets annoying. I said, Did something smash at home have to do with beetroot? She went white and said, Yes. A jar of beetroot smashed on the floor when her husband opened the fridge to get it the previous night, as he knows he isn't allowed it as it's something to do with his medication, but he went to get some anyways. I said to her, well, someone is making sure he doesn't have it. I seem to have a thing too about knowing if someone is pregnant, where the baby is lying inside them and on occasions what it will be. One woman at work was making me feel again like I had to speak to her. I said, you are pregnant. She said, no, it can't be. She came in the next day and it took me excitedly to one side and told her her husband and he got her pregnant. Oh my goodness, got her a test. It's weirdly worded in this one. Um, and she said she was. Another woman at work, I told her she was having a baby girl and she would be born on Halloween. She was absolutely laughing at me. Nope, she told me. It was all correct. She had a girl on Halloween. One particular corridor used to really freak me out. I used to feel something dark and angry. I feel it in a two rooms, especially. I used to hear a woman saying he knew he knew he knew it would kill me. A number of staff saw a woman in a white nightdress with a long, dark blonde hair in that corridor. One that really did scare me. I walked on a unit I was not used to working on. There was a man in a wheelchair and his energy made my skin crawl. It felt kind of sticky and dark. Now, we weren't just a care home. This was for those with mental health issues, too, and those hard, hard places to care and homes and elderly. It was a hard place to work emotionally and mentally at times due to that. So I did my job. I had to come to the unit far before and went to walk out. This man in the wheelchair was looking up at something. Something I could not see, but clearly no one else present could. An entity must have been about seven feet in a black robe stood by the side of him. I was frozen to the spot. The thing turned in my direction and disappeared. Obviously, I was not meant to have seen it. I told my colleague what I saw, and she was trying to get my attention. I said, who's that guy in the wheelchair? As he was new. She told me. I told her he wouldn't be here next week. He died a few days later. A lady came in. I asked her if I could wash her hair as her husband was coming to see her the next day. She told me she wouldn't be here the next day. She looked at me and said, you know what I mean by that? I told her it would be still good to wash her hair and tried not to let that, let on that I knew exactly what she meant. After I did wash her hair, she grabbed my hand and said, thank you. I am going through, I'm going through well, going though well, you know. I don't know what that means. Nope, I read it right. I said to her if that was the case for her to let me know she had arrived safe. She nodded and smiled at me. The next shift, I was on duty about two days later. The lady had, in fact, passed away the next day. I was in the laundry room with a colleague sorting sheets when a box on the top shelf flew off and hit the door, and I heard laughing. My colleague ran out screaming. I knew exactly who had done that. I told her thank you for letting me know she was safe and to take care. I have never worked nights there, only days. I dread to think that I would have seen if I did. I have worked in other homes since that one. Had some little things, but nothing as dramatic until the one I work in now. Perhaps I was closed off in the others, I don't know. This one I have worked in since it was built. When the staff were having training, I told the manager I feel a little girl. She came running to me and asked me to go in the lounge and look at the coffee table. There was a handprint, a small handprint there. I had only told her about my feelings of the girl. I have had residents talk to a little girl, too. I have heard bangs on the walls when no one else around, around when colleagues weren't around. Once I was sat in the office, which was opposite of the laundry to me, and the housekeeper in that part of the building at that time, I heard what was like a box hitting the wall with some force. I ran out of my office as she ran out to the laundry booth, both thinking something had happened to the other. Nothing had happened. Lights have also been seen from the window of that my office night. I have now changed apartments and I work the night shift. I have seen people in lounge areas when everyone is in bed. I have seen orange balls of light at the bottom of one corridor, shadow figures on one floor and had the feelings of something following me to another. A colleague has seen the same things. In fact, we were both at the desk, just sat down to do paperwork when everyone was in bed. It was around 3 a.m. when I heard someone say tan. I look at her and ask, did you hear that? She said yes, and she was hoping she hadn't. I don't turn the lights off when I am on shift, especially if I am working alone. I don't want to see this stuff when I am at work, but lights or no lights, I still do.
1: There's so much to unpack in that. That's spot. a That's lot so to unpack. Long. Holy cow! The, n- just, the sh- just the sheer number of condensed experiences that this individual has had within the confines of her hospital or nursing home, like. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: There's so much to unpack. I don't even know where to start. I'm trying to go through and just see where we want to start with this. Probably chronological. I don't know.
1: Some of the, like, creepiest ones are always... Like, anytime that you, like, see something, you're like, yep, you're done. Like, and within the week or the day, that person dies. Like... Yeah. That's nuts. Seeing, like, seven-foot-tall hooded figure that apparates out of nowhere... And then just the next person dude's dead, mm-hmm. like that's terrifying. Like mm-hmm. the the sheer number being in the closet, something jumps out, moves. Like coworker runs away scared. You're like, yep, that's lady from yesterday. That's terrifying. Why do you still work there? How do you live? Well, honestly, I'm
0: sure she sees it in other places too. I mean, I don't wanna assume she there. Um, but I'm I'm sure they see things elsewhere, too. Maybe it just wasn't as prevalent or big. But th- there's just so many instances. The beetroot one is funny. The Beetroot's beetroot, really- that's really funny. I'd be so annoyed if I was just sitting there and it's like, beetroot, beetroot. I'd be so annoyed.
1: My brain does that to me sometimes, but that's just my brain like, hey, stupid word. Yeah. Over, 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 just for yeah. fun while I'm working or whatever but not like hey I get the feeling that something happened with this person over here doing this like Mm
0: -hmm. they got it super accurate though with the people passing they're like yeah this person's gonna be gone this person's gonna be gone like I just I don't because like I've had like some urges like she mentions like this is a thing and this is a thing but not like predicting when people are passing I just I want to know how that, i don't I don't know i just want to know like how she experiences that
1: either this person is predicting every single day that somebody's gonna die and then just is, like mm-hmm. check marking whatever she's right on the off chance that it happens mm-hmm. or this person has like legitimate scary mm-hmm. like connection to something otherworldly mm-hmm. which you know i'm a little bit of a skeptic and so if that freaks me out like
0: so how do you feel about these stories that people these people's experiences like as a skeptic like how do you feel about that do you think they're explainable or do you think you know I just haven't experienced it and maybe I need to
1: I mean talking personally like I think that everybody's experiences are their own Mm -hmm. but the way that we interpret and perceive the world can be very interchangeable person to person based on your previous experiences or your previous biases or whatever and so like my initial reaction is just to try and use logic to come up with a solution as to what was going on you know like Mm -hmm. the lady woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom saw the neighbor was dead Mm -hmm. you know that's a great example that just came up a couple minutes ago the box or whatever came off the shelf maybe it was just tippy because somebody put something back wrong and then when the door closed it knocked it over and freaked him out Mm -hmm. you know there's so many things that could be explainable in that sense but like I said, the sheer density and the the amount of things that happen to this person that they're perceiving to be as, you know, otherworldly, that they're perceiving to be paranormal, that they're, you know, like, they don't have an explanation for otherwise mm-hmm. gives me concern because I don't want that to be the case. But you, like, some of those things you just can't necessarily explain away, you know, unless you just have weird visions or you're like tripping on you know uh mushrooms or something like while you're working Mm -hmm. to be able to see a figure Mm -hmm. appear like hooded whatever and then dip you know there are some things that I just can't I can't logically make sense of them and so that's Mm -hmm. where I get like heebie jeebie Mm shitty type Mm -hmm. scenarios from so
0: Yeah. Well, and you know I'm a big believer of these things. And if something happens, like, no, this happened and you know, I debunk some of my own things, like, oh no, that was just like, you know, our front door um to the patio. Mm -hmm. Like that swings open sometimes, but I know that's just the shifting of the air in the house. I know that. Mm -hmm. Because like we didn't shut it all away. That's happened so many times. I know that, but like There's some things that I'm like, I just, I know that was a thing. And you know, I have really freaky vivid dreams and I, there's some that just stand out more than others that feel really sticky to get off. So I know those are a little different. I'm not going to get into those too much today, but like, I don't know I'm just I can't be a skeptic because I think I've had more experiences with it where I just I know in my gut and like these urges like she has these urges of things and I just I feel it in my gut and you should always listen to your gut your guts 99% of the time not wrong
1: my gut only ever wants snacks so there's that's the (laughs) difference I guess Is maybe I'm just not perceptive enough or maybe I just am oblivious to these kind of things or I've locked it out of me mm-hmm. because i don't want to think about it mm-hmm. but the, i like i said everybody perceives the world differently everybody has like and makes sense of their sensations differently mm-hmm. and so like i can't discount that these things may or may not be happening to these people mm-hmm. so to a certain extent i have to take the stories at face value but my initial response is just to try and nope get me out i don't like it run i like i would not yes. continue working at this job mm-hmm. after like the first. Two or three of these occasions where it's like, yeah, Gerard's gonna die tomorrow. And then he does. Like, Mm -hmm. what? No. No,
0: I think that's why you don't have a lot of those experiences, though, because you're so closed off in that area. And I'm a lot more open because that's interesting to me. So I think that's just generally why I think if you're more open to it, you're going to have a lot more basic experiences. And some people, I don't think they can control it. I think it's just the way it is. You have this natural like gift of it. But I also think some people, they are just a lot more open to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: How are we doing on time?
0: We are all up for the day
1: we're all up for the day We are
0: all up i have two more stories that we could go through but i think we're just going to do that another day for another episode
1: we'll have to come back yeah revisit it at a certain Mm -hmm. point in the future here because these are these ones have been really really good
0: So Mm -hmm. yeah well that is all i have thank you again for podcasting with me but that's all i got for you
1: thank you guys for joining us uh come back and Watch the next couple episodes once we get them recorded or go back and visit some of our previous ones and Mm -hmm. see kind of what we were referring to and talking about. But it's been really fun. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have some wonderful dreams for (laughs) that.
0: Me too. I have a feeling. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.